Headliner Radio, the creative voice. Very warm welcome to Headliner Radio. Today I'm joined by Richard Upshaw, owner of record label Are You Listening? Uh, Richard, welcome to the show, man. How are you? Thanks. I'm very good, thanks. Welcome uh, uh, to take some time out to speak with you today. Yeah. Um, so I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, me too. Me too. It's, um, it's a pleasure to be chatting to you, mate. And um, where, are you, uh, where are you joining us from today, Richard? Currently, I'm in Cornwall, sat on oh. a clifftop looking at the sea, wow. and it's beautiful. Oh, wow, lovely. Are you just, yeah. just like, holidaying there at the moment, or what are you up to? Yeah, well, I, I'm footloose and fancy free, so I've been working from home for probably much of the last decade. Yeah. Uh, my home, as Paul Young put it, is wherever I lay my hat. Yeah. Currently Cornwall. <laughs> Sounds lovely. Sounds lovely. Um, now, obviously, we want to talk about the label today. I know there's been some um, some big moves going on um recently um are you listening just for our just for our listeners is uh is a forward thinking record label uh home to quite a diverse roster of uh of of talent from the likes of ray j dj ironic uh union j sculpture uh k harrison josh daniel um tell us about the label richard uh when did you first uh create it and and when was it that you first started getting some of these these bigger artists on board so I've been a music fan my entire life, and I'm not really genre specific. I like all types of music. Yeah, I'm happy to sit and listen to anything. Um, in the early sort of 2010s, um, it came to my awareness that it was really difficult for artists to break out. Um, and I was a big X Factor fan. Yes, and essentially, if you drop by the X Factor, that's the end of your music career. It seemed, um, and uh, so initially, I started the label to fill up some of my time, because as I say to my friends who are in my age group, uh, I don't play golf. So I have to have something yes. to, to provide me with that sort of stimulus. <laughs> um, I'm also not really a people person. I can't think of anything worse spending four hours with close proximity to three other people. That I probably <laughs> don't really want to be there with. Um, so I started a music label. Um, first signing was a, a young lady called Samantha Dernan. I actually signed her and bought all her music off her. And since then, uh, we've actually used quite a lot of it with other artists that we've signed. Um, the first sort of well-known signing was Josh Daniel. Uh, he is no longer with the label, but we still have a lot of uh, his material out there okay. and, and a couple of unfinished, unreleased uh, tracks as well. We've worked with lots of the XX Factor people and probably the biggest one that we signed in 2018 is Union J, who mm-hmm. were, of course, the boy band um, who uh, got through to the live finals. Uh, and but the thought was they might be the next One Direction. That didn't happen. We signed them a few years after they'd mm-hmm. done the X Factor, and they've just had their 10th anniversary. They've just actually got back together uh, for their 10th anniversary. The diversity came with uh, uh, DJ Ironic, um, yes. who I actually acquired his contracts by acquiring a business that was an artist management company and then signed him to our label. Okay. Um, he's got a new EP coming out this this year. So just from what you hear there, you can hear it's a real diversity and it's more about me wanting to provide opportunities uh for people to either move careers forward or indeed like Kay Harrison, Jay Bosey uh and a few others we've signed up um to to actually break their careers out to get them off the ground yes um, because there's this big desert between being a startup artist and getting a contract with one of the big four or five depending on who you ask yeah, it's interesting. I mean, uh, tell us a little, I mean, you've touched on it briefly already, Richard, but like a little bit about your your background and your sort of kind of music, like musical context and, and why why did you want to, 
I mean, you've already, like you say, I've already touched on it, but why did you actually want to create um, something that, that enables artists to, like you say, go from starting point in their careers to to landing a record deal? Why, why was it sort of something quite passionate, you know, a passion of yours, obviously? It's it's in line with the with the rest of the business. So I'm a, just to go back. I'm a businessman. I moved to Dubai in 1991 yeah. uh, to find my fortune. Uh, by the time uh, the late 90s, I had found my fortune, and and I worked extensively in oil and gas uh, with a little bit in IT. Okay, um, started my first businesses. I've been all over the world with business. I've done everything from sheep farming in Australia to uh, fabrication of ESK warehouses in the UK. Okay. Um, I probably lost more money than I've made. I've provided myself plenty of opportunities that I've screwed up myself as well. And I, I understand how difficult that is. Mm. Along the way, I've made a lot of people very, very successful, uh, both monetarily as well as in their own self-worth and mm. self-esteem in business. Uh, why can't I uh, translate that into music? I love music. I've always loved music. Uh, I can't sing. I can't dance. I can't write. I can't <laughs> play instruments. I could be in one direction. Um, <laughs> but that said, um, I have a good ear for it. And I actually work with a, an ex-Universal um, label manager who used to be an A&R for uh, Universal okay. called Matt Haynes, Hainsey. Mm-hmm. Um, and he agrees with me that I have decent A&R type ear to listen and know what I like and know what could be successful. Yes, We've sort of applied that same logic of, of bringing people from essentially a trainee in the business world, yeah. so a, a, a moving forward young artist, um, to a level of success. Um, and we've we've done okay with it. We're, we're still, even though we've been around now for seven or eight years, we're still a bit of a fledgling label because we're finding our way um our big success of, of recent years has been scorcher of course yes and and his album the drama is actually probably my album of the year 2021 mm-hmm. um which is an odd thing for me to say because whilst i don't mind a bit of grime and drill it's mm-hmm. not really my passion mm-hmm. but that album and the way it's put together and the different content it has in it mm-hmm. uh and what he what he talks about in his music mm-hmm. uh, uh really do touch home with me never mind even though it's on the face of it, not remotely relevant. Mm-hmm. If you actually look beyond that, uh, and of course, the other thing I like about Scorcher is I can actually understand what he says, um, <laughs> which is a bit of a, a bit of a thing in this day and age. We're trying to work out what lyrics actually yes, are. Mumble rap uh, and in records, it. particularly rap records. Yes. yes. No, I'm, I'm a I'm a fan of Scorcher. I've I've been a fan of his since his since his first record, Concrete Jungle, um, and I know he's kind of gone a little bit more into the kind of pop R&B realm, started off quiet. Um, well, he's kind of flitted back and forth, I think. But yeah, I'm a, I'm a fan of Sculpture. I've not listened to his um, this latest record, um, but um, I'll give it a listen for sure, yeah. Do do that, because he, as you say, I'm glad you corrected yourself there, because it'll save you walking down a dark alley one night. <laughs> um, but yeah, he does flit in and out of it. Yes. Um, yeah. And some of the stuff he does is still very drill grime yes, uh, and to his roots but he 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 flirts very well um with some of the more poppy uh yeah, type the, stuff for want of a better phrase some of his yeah with some of the kind of catchy hooks and stuff in um in yes. tracks but yes um no that's cool um tell us a little bit about uh, are you talented as well richard because i know that was something that you launched um was it at the start of the pandemic sort of midway yes, it, well it was we of course didn't know the pandemic was going to run for two years yes that, kind of screwed up our timelines a bit with it and, and messed around with the final, which we wanted to be live and kind of a bit of a bit more of, of an event. Yeah. Um, 
We, I've always wanted to go into television as well. And part of the the idea behind Are You Listening and, and Creating Monsters, which are our two uh, brands in, in the space, mm-hmm. is to actually have a TV show. We played around with a YouTube uh, version of it. We had people uh, send in their auditions. We let the popularity be judged by the public yes. uh, based on how many streams, votes, likes, watches, uh, or views, I should say, uh, they got. And we moved forward through that. And um, we got a very decent turnout, some good variety in there, um, yeah. uh, some real crap as well. Um, but unlike the, these sort of uh, contrite TV shows you get now, we actually, the, the public eliminated the crap. Um, and so we got down to some very talented individuals uh, from all sorts of backgrounds and from all over the country, as we found out as well. And we had a couple of shockers where, we, you know, people who we thought were going to do very well walked on stage and froze happened in one instance. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, others where they just didn't show up, typical of the music industry. Um, and, and, and others that really came out of themselves um, with it, some that have real potential but only to do certain things, some who have real potential to really... Uh, move themselves forward. We signed a couple of artists up for, as a result of it. The 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 one I think has probably the most legs is a young gentleman called Jay Bosey, mm-hmm. who's from the hard streets of Dubai as a child, okay. um, but currently is somewhere in South London, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's he's interesting to work with. And ironically, Kay Harrison came out of um, came out of Are You Talented. He was a guest. Uh, of DJ Ironic, who was one of the judges, okay. brought him down. He'd done a song with him, um, introduced us. So I had to listen to his stuff and just said to him, uh, you know, I'd love to work with you. Um, and sadly, he he got suckered by another label, uh, Independent, into okay. a deal which just did nothing for him, uh, apart from burn another year and a half of his life. Um, so he finally uh, abandoned that and came and signed with us uh, back end of last year, got two singles out. One sat in the R&B charts for a week in iTunes. One has already had a spin on Radio 2 plus numerous other radio stations. And his third single, uh, Love Me, Leave Me, will be out uh, the 17th of June. Okay. There's a there's a bit of a plug for you, shameless yeah. I am. Yeah, no, that's great. That's um, something to look forward to. I mean, that's, you know, only next week, really. Um, but yeah. it sounds like there's a lot going on, Richard, um, with these artists. It sounds like, you know fingers in pies and all the rest of it and and it's um and things are ticking along nicely it is it's it is notoriously difficult and and our foray into the u.s music scene taught us a lesson that if we're going to try that again we actually need to be based over there or have somebody based over there because it is the very epitome of herding cats it's (laughs) ridiculously difficult to work with artists in the states here it's relatively straightforward um uh, what we've what we've found is working with X X Factor artists isn't really a thing we want to be doing too much of. Okay, and the reason is they're ru- they're ruined by that TV experience. They they think they've made it and they've skipped all the hard work. And of course, the reality is the artists uh, and you see it and hear about it again and again struggle for years before they actually break out. Yes, um, and the X Factor kind of short circuits all that. And like I said, with with one or two exceptions, really does. Uh, ruin the chance for the artists to really make something of themselves, which is a shame. Um, 
But obviously, we've had some fortune in the in Keir, uh, Kieran Harrison mm-hmm. is an absolute dream to work with. He's he writes, he produces, he mixes, uh, he raps, he sings, he he does all the crooning in between. Um, he keeps getting tapped on the back of the head by me about his elocutions because I want to know what he's saying. <laughs> um, but he's and he and he just he he does what we need him to do for himself. Um, so he's 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 an absolute pleasure to work with. Uh, at the moment, Scorcher is just a workhorse. Mm-hmm. Jay Bozy is a workhorse. Uh, Union Jay, um, they're, <laughs> they're hard work, but um, we're hoping to get together to release their 10th anniversary album with them sometime in the not too distant future. But we'll see. Excellent. Yeah, it sounds like there's um, yeah, there's lots going on and, and lots to look forward to, like you say. Um, yeah, which is good. Which is good. Now, uh, you know, you're quite involved with the business, obviously, Richard. I've been doing a little bit of reading about yourself. Um, this week um i know you you like to be very involved um i've got a little quote from you here i love to walk out on stage and introduce my acts but on the creative side i also love sticking my nose in at the studio um is that something you've been quite enjoying like since you've been you know since you've been doing the label really just getting involved sitting in the studio and just you know sitting in sessions seeing what's going on like it's 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 nice to be involved with right yeah, it is. And and because I'm involved at that level and I do uh, turn up at video shoots, I do provide advice. I do add in other people uh, into the mix. Yeah. I had a stylist from LA uh, get involved, a um, young lady called Mina Jay, uh, who's just come out of Italy, won Miss Europe Continental, okay. and then wanted to offer some styling advice. So I took her styling advice, gave it to our stylist, who then styled Kieran for his next video shoot based on her advice, which was amazing. What was even more amazing is she shopped at Selfridges for the ideas and he got it all from Boohoo. So there was a bit of a disparity in budgets there, but we, we got around it. Um, I think my credibility is, is, is a lot better received because I'm seen to be out and about involved. Yeah. Um, I will provide commentary uh, on what I think, we, I will also be actively involved in song choices, uh, album lineups, releases, and but with each one, I provide an explanation of the thought process behind it. Yes. And what I add into the mix is the business side of things. It's like this is a really cool song, though it's going to sound so cool. I said yes, but it's we're the uh, we can do that once we've got him or her or them established. Mm-hmm. You can do that sort of hip, cool stuff. Yes. In the meantime, we've got to get them established. So let's pick something that people are actually going to listen to um, in the mainstream. Yes, and there's 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 a lot of that um, sort of uh, acumen gone into it of, of helping bring people forward. You asked me earlier about what my motivation behind having the label. Yes, yes I have a relatively large ego, and I love walking out on stage to thousands of people introducing the act, having a bit of a laugh, yes. being involved, introducing. I've done a couple of fairly substantial gigs, one of them uh, in a city called Hereford, which is without a doubt the fattest, spottiest, whitest town <laughs> I've ever seen in the UK. Um, and introduce, introducing Ironic uh, just before Dappy came on, because Dappy, of course, was late. Right. Um, and Ironic had to step in, and then I had to coax Ironic into extending his set, because Dappy still hadn't arrived, um, to just keep it going a little bit longer as well. Um, I've done a live introduction and compare of a Union J gig with about six other artists okay. in uh, Indigo at the O2. That was an immense amount of fun as well. Mm. Typically, as we were giving stuff away, 
uh, and people will scream and shout and throw whatever you ask them to throw at you if you're giving them something yes, and absolutely. Them reward for it. <laughs> so yeah, so yeah, there, there's a lot of there's a very big fun element to it with yes. a serious side to the business as well. Yeah, that was going to be my next question, actually, Richard. But you've you've sort of answered it already. I was going to ask, you know, in your own words, what's the sort of ethos of the label, um, uh, and and has that changed over the years? I guess not really. Um, when I started it, I had a I had an A and R manager who was kind of a beginner at it as well. Um, yeah, yeah. It wasn't very good, and it became quite obvious fairly early on. He wasn't very good, but what he did do is he introduced me to Matt Haynes who's the okay. now uh, yeah. MD of, of both the artist management side and the, and the record label side. Matt had worked for many years in mainstream, working with Universal. He'd managed people like the Saturdays. Um, and he got sick of, of the corporatization of the industry and the fact that it was all about politics and, and yes. who knew who to get things paid, mm-hmm. played on the, on the, uh, on the radio and, and so on and so forth. Um, and the fact that the artists were completely, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, um, downtrodden. The, the actual artists didn't matter anymore. Yes. It's about what the music execs thought yes. would sell and what they could get people to listen to. Um, so he bailed out of it. He set up uh, Creative Monsters, which I acquired uh, a couple of years after Are You Listening? Mm-hmm. And we worked very well together. He's had a steep learning curve in... Um, business and relationships and i've had a, a steep learning curve in understanding how the industry works what works what doesn't work yes um and ironically throwing last large amounts of money at it does work but we're talking obscenely large mm. amounts of money mm-hmm. um it's about finding that niche and finding something with connects it seems to 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 actually get people uh to stream and listen to what you're doing and then uh, create uh the the need uh for people who want to see them live which of course how a large amount of the money is made from upcoming artists yes. these days they make nothing virtually from record sales mm-hmm. um but can make a very good living uh from live events uh and attendances yes. um, so it's an interesting change to the business everybody talks about the number one single you can have a num- number one single and literally make no money uh, and and get it in the charts for not a huge amount of listens. It's not like buying singles in the days of old. Yes, exactly. And obviously now the live sector's coming back. Um, now things have settled down a bit with the pandemic. I think that's um, an exciting prospect, actually, that, that some of these acts are going to be getting back out on the road um, and you can be there to introduce them, obviously. <laughs> Absolutely, yes. Uh, um, and, and there is a little chuckle in the back of my mind. So I'm, I'm a big fan of the hip-hop from the 80s yes. uh, and 90s. And um, uh, I was interested in reading that the Ice Cube is kind of relaunching his supergroup uh, genre with, with a new uh, group out. Uh, I think it's today he releases it, Mount Rushmore, okay. which is kind of a replacement for Westside Connection. I'm a big Ice Cube fan. But anyway, so- going, going, my point is... NWA back in the back in the day uh, were managed by an overweight middle-aged white man, and um, <laughs> it, it does make me chuckle when I think of Scorcher with all his fans and and the genres and the things he talks about, mm. and he's got me fully in support I of him it, all the yeah, way. But it yeah. does give me a, my own little private chuckle, little Jimmy Iovine uh, vibes, maybe. <laughs> yeah, well, it's, it's interesting when people meet me as well because these days they sort of say, "What do you do?" And I can say, "I'm a chairman of an oil and multinational oil and gas business. I'm partnered with private equity. I'm this, I'm that." 
most often you'll hear me say on a record label yeah 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 i mean it's it's certainly as soon as you say that people go oh there is prick up don't they in a in a certain way and you know what it can be useful i was in Cannes last august turning up to go to beaches and stuff with a mate of mine for his for his birthday and he they're just turning him away and then they look over and look at me stood there in my uh two live crew t-shirt with a bunch of bums on the front of it <laughs> and uh i smile at them and go hi how are you i'm richard i own a record label can i come in and it's like oh hang on let me check <laughs> and you get in places it's like wow <laughs> so there, there 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 is some minor payback along the way yeah <laughs> another string to the bow obviously yeah and, exactly uh, yeah no amazing man and um i think that's uh i think it's a nice, a nice place for us to leave it before i let you go though richard what's um what's on the agenda for this year um in terms of i mean you've you mentioned we've got a new record coming out um next week but is there anything that you can tell us about that's in the pipeline you know whether that be live shows new releases um or, or new artists being added to the roster um new artists for sure are going to be added to the roster uh awesome. there'll be probably people you will never have heard of because that is where we kind of sit yes as a label um and we've done very well at that and we we work quite well with some of the higher ups in the music industry um, before you get to the likes of Universal and Warner yeah. um, about them doing uh, various publishing and distribution deals with us for our music. Um, an album for Kieran Harrison yes. is in the works. We're actually shooting the third. Uh, we actually shot the third video for his third release last week and we're shooting the fourth one this week and a little giveaway there there will be birds and a hot tub in it so this is the one to look for (laughs) which i will personally supervise to ensure it's great um obviously scorcher uh we're looking for his uh second major album um which is in the works at the moment is sounding awesome um we are looking through creating monsters to look at some tv work as well uh so that that will be coming we've got a new album uh, in the pipes with DJ Ironic, which is going to be a little bit different from anything he's done okay. uh, previously. Um, so there's that, an album from Jay Bosey, who's our breakout uh, artist more in the rap side of the, the business. Hopefully we're going to come up with a 10th anniversary album for Union Jay okay. as well. Yeah. So, yeah, there's lots lots coming. Yeah, incredible. Yeah, it sounds good, man. And, um, yeah, it's uh, yeah. hopefully next time we catch up, there'll be a, a lot more to to talk about next time but um yeah i think that's uh like i say that's a nice place for us to leave it uh thank you so much for your time richard it's been uh, it's been a real pleasure catching up and uh all the best of everything you've got going on at the moment it's a busy time great thank you very much indeed yes it is and and um it's a great start to the summer maybe we should catch up after the summer yes. and see where everything's at absolutely thank you so much Bye. richard um you take care and uh, yeah we'll catch up soon thank you cheers headliner radio Supporting the creative community.